Hey everybody, what's up? It's your girl Queenie, the host of the Relationship Zone, the podcast. So glad that you are joining me again for another, I hope, stimulating conversation that calls you to think, um, maybe even challenge your thoughts. Uh, maybe, you know, we'll say something today that will help to enhance the relationships that you are in currently and the relationships that you may find yourself in in the future. My guest tonight is Baba Makunjala, who um, I've had here on the show before. He is an amazing um, thinker and um, very progressive in his way of thinking. He is a follower of Ifa. So some of his um, concepts you may not understand, but please just give space to hear um, what he has to say. We're talking about this um, singlehood that some of us find ourselves in, and you're going to hear different perspectives. Of course, you know, a leading perspective that I may have is simply um, that I believe that we should stop making singleness an illness. I don't think it's um, a problem. I think that it's all about perspective and we should stop single shaming people because of the state that they're in. Um, so you will hear me share my thoughts and my own personal experience and beliefs. And you will also hear Baba challenge me on some of my thinking. And it's wonderful. It's a great exchange. Um, we're both here for the same cause, hoping that our togethering um, will teach, will teach the world teach many that will hear us as we continue to walk through this life and hopefully connect in relationships that are healthy and that um, produce life. So uh, without further ado, I just want to welcome Baba Makanjala to the Relationships on the Podcast. Let's get into this. And um, this is part one. So make sure you come back for part two. And you will be able to uh, get updates on what is happening in Baba Makanjala's life. And of course, um, in my life as well. So make sure you follow. Make sure you go out there and subscribe. If you're listening and you have not subscribed, come on. I need you to subscribe. This is what's going to keep me going. Um, it's what is going to keep my podcast alive. And I am into um, building these numbers up. I want to get some great content out for you. But. I need to know that it matters. And the only way I know that it matters if I get more subscribers. So um, please go ahead and hit those buttons and subscribe before we get into this. Um, because Baba is here to share um, with us about relationships and um, our singleness. Our singleness. All right, let's get into it. Welcome, Baba, to the Relationship Zone. Baba, welcome back yes. again. So good I'm to here. see you. So, so, so good to see you. How you so been? Good. Survival of the fittest. You know how I go. I do indeed. Mm -hmm. I do indeed. I hope everyone can hear us okay. Can you hear me okay over there? I can. Okay, perfect. All right. So, you know, I brought you here tonight, right? That topic. <laughs> Definitely that topic. And also to catch up with you, to kind of see what's been happening your way. What's going on in your world? Um, 
you know, I, I took a hiatus, I, a little bit of sabbatical. I won't say hiatus. I took a sabbatical from social media and um, I needed it. And then when I came back, you were all over the place doing all these amazing things. And so, I mean, you just kept coming up in my feed on Instagram, on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, I think I need to ask this brother what he's been up to. Mm-hmm. Um so I wanted to catch up with you before we dive into this. Tell me, tell us, tell us all a little bit about what you've been up to um, over the last, I guess, few months um, in your world down in, in Georgia. <laughs> What's been happening? I've just been just doing my work, just trying to stay on my purpose, which is teaching and any way I can. I use it through my organization, Aurea Need, which is a lot of teaching about mental fitness. And then I use it through my music, um, which I have, I, I distribute through indigenous rhythms. Um, so I've just been working on that project, number one. But of course, the things you've probably been seeing online is around my uh, E work, where okay. I, I put a lot of effort into helping people to really break those molds and change their minds and to see the power of the mind and how much we need to tap into our purpose that's in our mind, not nowhere else, not in the school, not in anything else. It's inside of you and try to get help people to unlock that. That's nice. That's good. So um sound like you've been really busy. Yeah, very. You have, you have, yeah. you have. And um I know that whenever you and I decided to do this live, um it was because one of the reasons is one because of the question, but two, you yourself, you focus on singles as well. And I think if I'm if I'm right, you have something coming up for singles. Well, tell us a little bit about that, um, so that it makes others understand why this conversation is important. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a group that I manage called. It's not a band or anything. We're not playing the drums. I'm just saying I have a group. That man is called um, Ifa Singles Meet. Now, Ifa is a spiritual practice that I particularly practice. And when you are in your spiritual walk, I found that it was pretty difficult to find someone single on the same walk. Mm-hmm. So I created a group around it and it kind of just caught fire. I guess it was a lot of people thinking like me. So I am, I hold little events here and there with the group. And mm-hmm. this weekend, well, not this weekend, but the next weekend, I'm going to be doing an actual presentation called Why Am I Single? Or Why Am I Still Single? Why Are You Still Single? That's exactly what it's called. Why Are You Still Single? And it's designed to basically tap into those hard questions of why are you still single um, and really challenge the person to figure out what's the best way for them to prepare themselves for the mm-hmm. right person to come along um, and to not, and to get off of that, you know, that treadmill of get together, break up, get together, divorce. Like we got to figure out a way not to, to end that. And I think it begins, like I said, through my work, it begins in the mind. So when we get our minds right and we get us right, then our mirror can actually show up. But I want to put that mirror in front of everybody with the question of why are you still single as long as everybody come to the table vulnerable 
open and ready to be honest. Oh my, that's a lot. I know that's what that, I do. That that that's a lot. That's heavy, and <sighs> you know I've shared my view on. <laughs> I've shared my view openly about why we, right? Why we humans choose to be single, why we may still be single at a certain age, why we mm-hmm. are single. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe in relationship, you know that, but mm-hmm. I just think it's a lot, there's a lot of unnecessary pressure on people to become unsingle, right? As if there's a plethora of individuals out here saying, I want to be in a, I mean, truly saying genuinely that they want to be in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think sometimes we say this as if there's like a pot of men and a pot of women that are just waiting to be poured in the same cup together so that they can find their person and go. That's not the reality. So, you know, I kind of, I love hearing like different perspectives about this and different thoughts and philosophies about it. But sometimes it, I think we get, it gets a little muddy and a little murky. So I like the fact that you're bringing people together. Um, And I hope your outcome will be that you have a, a lot of like-minded people that are focused and very intentional about mm-hmm. what they're doing um, and what they truly desire and they find their compatible parts. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I would think that that's kind of ultimately what many people would like to see happen, especially if they're, they want coupleship. Um, so what made you kind of like go down that road? What made you as a man at that? Like, is this, I don't want to sound sexist, right? There you go. go. I don't want to sound sexist, but I'm in yeah. a, I'm a, I'm in a very female space, right? And so a lot of us would love to create spaces where men and women can come together, and this is the intent. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as much for men to do that. So I do want to know, like, as a man, mm-hmm. um, what made you take this um, approach? Um, how much time do I have? Do I have my moment of shot clock? <laughs> you have enough time to explain it and explain it well, sir. Okay. Well, I mean, I've been single for a while. Um, after divorcing in 2019, which is when I, I have this thing that I, I understand that we learn about relationships wrong. And I had to come to that conclusion that I didn't know what I was doing in a relationship after my divorce in 2014. So since then, I've been trying to figure out what that is in the first place. What is a relationship? Like, what is that supposed to look like? I mean, I grew up in a household that was just completely dysfunctional. And a lot of people that I knew around me did the same thing. Um, And I knew I had never seen a relationship. So basically I was learning on the job with no instructor. So, I had to really figure that part out. And I learned that it was more about first figuring out what's the relationship I have with myself. Who am I? And if I don't know who I am, I don't know what I want. And by doing this work, 
I've been doing with the Reunion for the last three years, when I sit down and talk to people, because a lot of them are having, you know, relationship issues and all that type of stuff too. Um, it really shows me that I wasn't in the same boat. Right? So I know it's not just me. I know that the numbers of divorces are so high for a reason, because people don't know what a relationship is, particularly in our community. So I was doing some research on that, on on just self stuff, and then um, reflecting on what I wanted. And when I look at it being single now, like I meet people today, and now that I know who I am and what I want, like you said, there's not a lot of people out there once you know what you want. If you don't know what you want, it's people everywhere. You can just jump into the, the next dumb relationship tomorrow if you want to. But if you know what you want and you are you are direct and intentional about what you want to get yourself into, then the pool is very small. So some people asked me that question one day. Why are you still single? And I had to think about it. I said, that's a good question. Probably because I know what I want. And what I want is not everywhere. So until then, that's when I won't be single anymore. When I cross paths with that person who knows what they want, who they are, and our personal beings blend. I don't have to make it work. Like it blends. Kobe to Shaq, Jordan to Pippen, Serena to Venus, something. You know what I mean? You got to make it blend. I don't want it to work. I want it to work on its own because we have this unit understood. So that's why I'm seeing it. That's why I came up with it. This is okay. I I, I have nothing but respect for you for um, seeing that and choosing to do something about it. Right. I think that's one of the reasons why I have the relationship zone. One of the reasons, one of the many reasons why, is because I just believe in discovering and exploring ways to cultivate healthy working relationships mm-hmm. um, and really exploring and trying to understand love in all of its many facets and understanding life um, as it's a constant ever evolving learning space. And so I think whenever we find when we begin to learn and know ourselves and we are creative, so there's that, right? But when we begin to learn to know ourselves, I think we then create the things that we know are missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I respect that that's what you did. And and, and then you, you shared a little bit with myself and the audience as to why you are single. So those of you that are watching, hi, Sue, I see you there. So those of you that are watching, hi, Lionel, I see you as well. Um, and if you're single, um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but why are you single or why are you still single? Um, and you can just put that in the comment section. And at some point, I'll definitely read it. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. so so, so, how do you feel when people ask you the still, why are you still single question? Because, you know, I'm going to give my opinion in a second about it. So um, I wonder, how do you feel when someone asks you that question? Um, I feel at sometimes maybe they think I shouldn't be single. <laughs> I, I could take it that way. Um, 
I could take it as they're just inquisitive. But usually people are asking you questions because of their insecurities inside. But at the same time, I don't really get offended by it. I, it's conversation for me. Um, and a form of flattery to me because you, you're obviously asking me. I know if I ask a woman that, I'm like, dang, you are beautiful. Why are you single? Like, no one has really wanted to get with you yet? You haven't found the right person yet? But I know you could be single because you want to be single. God bless you. Maybe I'm just a relationship junkie. I don't know. But um, I don't take it personal or anything. I take it as if it's just what it is, a question that needs to be answered. Let me ask you a question. Um, whenever, you know, like you just said, like you'll maybe meet a woman and, you know, she's all, all the things. And you ask her, like, why are you single? I, he, here's my question. Is your oh, notion. Okay, here we yeah. Go. <laughs> I, I'm about to dig into it. Is your notion when you ask this question, is it with an intent or are you just curious? I mean, it kind of depends on the context of the conversation. Like, um, kind of depends. Okay. Could be having intent. It could not. I mean, it depends on the, the, the scenario, where we at, all of that. But just as a generalization, um, if, if I ask someone something like that, I'm definitely, because, you know, men, we are the ones who stalk in the bushes and, and look at what we want before we go talk to them. So if we see you single and beautiful. I don't know you're smart. I don't know what you have. But if I see you, that can't be my first question. Shouldn't be my first question because, again, I'm just going by the flesh. But for if I ask, it's after I got past the flesh and I had a conversation, a conversation with you and it was awesome and you seem very brilliant. You seem very well put together. You seem very spiritual. You seem well knowing about yourself. Yeah, a question might come up in my head. Why are you still single? Or did I just meet the person that I was supposed to meet? Mm-hmm. Have you ever asked that question, gotten to know her, and then in your head said, I see why you're still single? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Definitely. Yeah, I've did. done that several times. Several yeah. times. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think, one, I think that's the beauty of getting to know people. Um I think that's the beauty of having the opportunity to really get to know people because sometimes we jump into things without knowing them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we're not afforded the opportunity to get to know them. Um, but I think the beauty of it is whenever we do have an opportunity to get to know a person, I'm not talking about being in bed with them. I'm talking any of those things. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. hanging mm-hmm. out with that person, talking to that person, seeing that person, you know, really investing some time and then assessing, not to judge, but to assess if we can move, for, you know, if we can go any further. Mm-hmm. But it allows you to better understand why that person is single. Some people are, you find them in that single state because they truly have um, a great dose of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And so self-awareness mm-hmm. in some regards I've seen make other people afraid right, yeah. self-awareness will run off um, individuals that do not have good intentions for you 
Um, and I, I've, I've, I've witnessed it personally. I've, I've, I remember a gentleman said, oh, you're, you really are self-aware. And me being self-aware made me less enticing. And I think it's because of the games that he was going to play anyway. And so I was thankful for the opportunity to allow him to really get to know me. And I remember saying like, no, don't, don't judge me based on whatever you see on the outside. Get to know me, really get to know me, my depth, because I don't think you'll still be running me down because I'm really more of a serious person. I play and have a great time, but I'm more serious about, more intentional about if I'm dating you purposefully. And then that kind of can scare people off. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I call it the turning the lights on the roaches situation. Like when you're tuned into you, like it really shines a light on the roaches. Like they got to run. They can't sit there like vampires. They can't sit there in the light. So you shining your light because you know who you are will eliminate a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. So tonight we're having this very vulnerable conversation uh -oh. and um, we are. So to my Facebook family, those of you that are watching, we are definitely having a vulnerable conversation. I will be sharing some of my personal experiences and opinions about being single. Um, single is defined differently and depends on who's saying it, right? Sometimes single is unmarried but you've probably been dating somebody for eight years and for whatever reason you want to say you're still single because you're unmarried <laughs> or single could be that you don't have a significant other single could be that you have no one that's claiming you um unpartnered is also another way of looking at it so we're going to be talking about it because i don't want single to to come off as meaning lonely alone or without a date and sometimes that's how it comes off and um, we are, many of us are guilty of asking the question, why are you still single? Why are you single? Why is he single? Why is she single? And I have coined this term uh, that myself and Baba was talking about earlier. And I say, we need to stop single shaming people. If I hear that question again, I will probably lose it um, on the wrong person. It's not even fair to them. But I'm tired of hearing the question. And it's not always posed to me. Um, but it could be to any, I mean, I'd be around amazing, beautifully, beautiful friends, male and female, and people will ask the question. And sometimes, it, and oftentimes it comes off as a, with a very negative connotation. Why, why is he single like that? Or why is she single? She must be crazy. She's beautiful, but she must be. So I am so tired of people shaming others for the state that they are in as if they have a solution or formula to fix it um so i'm talking to you somebody out there because we're all guilty of it but i just want us to stop like take a pause and for those that are married i really want you to stop doing that because the truth is do any of us ever turn to you and say, well, why are you still married? Why are you married? Especially people that don't care to be married or care to couple for whatever the reason is. And I don't want anyone to judge and be like, oh, he or she must have been hurt. We're so wrong for judging people because of the state that they're in. 
some people are unmarried or unpartnered because they are just selfish as hell. Others truly know that they're not fit to be partnered. And then there's like, that's a big gambit and there's people all in between. So if you take nothing else from this conversation, my perspective and my personal thoughts is we need to stop single shaming people. Um, let people be who they are. And if you don't have a solution, stop shedding light on their problem. Uh, people are single because there's a many plethora of reasons, I'm sorry, for why individuals aren't connecting. As you hear, Baba is creating a space, hoping that like-minded people that are searching and looking can come together and maybe unite. Online dating is, you know, a billion dollar industry. You go out here in this world, social events, network events, single, single, single everywhere. Women and men alike. And a lot of the married people are acting like they're single, chasing single people. So I think before we start judging, we need to look at ourselves, ask ourselves, why are we single? Why are we still married? Why are we unhappy in relationships, but we're still connected? Why are we chasing toxic relationships? Why we, why our marriage is working so well? I mean, you've got to look at yourself and then offer some type of solution, starting with self first. Let's stop judging and shaming folks for being single. Now, with all that being said. <laughs> got that off your chest, go ahead. <laughs> now that I cleared that up, yeah. Because I, you know, I'm tired of people doing this and I'm tired of people doing it. And I know we can go biblically. I don't know where in the Bible it says you should not be single. It says you, man, shouldn't be alone. You should be married. Maybe it says something like God honors marriage. You see what I'm saying? It's better for a man to marry than to burn. I think that might have been Paul. I, I could be naming the wrong person, but I mean, I've been in church long enough, years and years and years. It's still probably in my head. But my point is, so if you're looking at it from a biblical standpoint, are we supposed to be married? Because why? Okay, then we'll start talking about sin. But if it was that easy, everybody would be married. And we wouldn't have such a high rate of divorce. And, the, and if, fornication, I don't want to get on into that, but fornication, adultery, whatever it is, is a sin. And guess what? There's a whole lot of other sins. So this is why I think we shouldn't mind our business. Stop shedding light on people in their singleness like that's an illness and marriage is the medicine and just allow people to breathe and be where they are in the state that they're in or offer real solutions. So. Why do you believe, Baba, that so many people are still single? And I'll go even further and bring it into even a more narrow scope. Let's just say in your community, the community that you have created this meeting for, why do you feel that they are, there are so many people in that space that are single? I think because simply... 
they haven't looked in their mirror yet and cleaned it off. A lot of people are walking around with a dirty mirror and don't want to look in it. And but willing to hand somebody else that mirror without cleaning it. Um, if you understand what I mean. Um, like I said in the beginning, like I think people are single because it takes a lot of work to do work on you in preparation for the right relationship. It takes a lot of work, a lot of accountability. It takes a lot of work to deal with your own inner unsettled issues um, in life, scars, pains, relationships, drama from childhood, parenthood, parents, whatever, like all the things that people grow up seeing and dealing with. They don't see that in themselves yet. But like I always say, every relationship comes with two mirrors. The one you bring and the one the other person brings. Um, and I think a lot of people are running from the mirrors. I had this conversation earlier too, while looking to fall in love. Personally, I don't like the concept of falling in love. I think it's the craziest concept on planet, one of the craziest concepts on planet Earth. Why? Why? It's it's just not <laughs> it's crazy. Like who think about this? Are you willing to just walk down the street, perfectly sunny day, no debris on the ground, and just say, you know what? I'm going to hit the ground and slam my face on the pavement on purpose. Or is it going to have to be something that trips you up that makes you actually fall, that you didn't see, you had no idea was in the road? Something had to show up to make you actually fall. You got sidelined by a linebacker or something you didn't know was up to your left at your, on your six. Something that made you hit the ground, but you're not going to intentionally do that. I look at the same concept with love. Why would I intentionally fall in love, which means I accidentally, which means I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know this person. I just happened to have sex and the emotions kicked in or we went out and he smelled or looked good or whatever it is. Something made you fall in love, but you didn't intentionally love the person. You can't help who you fall in love with. That whole concept, it's crazy. You can't help who you fall in love with. That means you are not deliberating on the person that you are interested in. Because if you deliberate, then you intentionally love them and you didn't fall in love. And when I say deliberate, you're looking for the good stuff and the stuff you can't stand about them. And you literally said, you know what, despite all the stuff I found in your jacket, I still want to move forward and I love you. Uh, wait, wait, we talk. Oh, so we're talking unconditional, crazy just, love. Not crazy love, aware love, woke okay. love. Okay. Like you understand what this person is dealing with. Now, not dealing with it in a space of this is what they have on their plate, but they're not even trying to handle it. More of a this is where they're coming from. This is what they've experienced, but they understand it to the point that they're working on it, have been working on it. It's a work in progress. It's called healing, not healed. ING means I'm still doing it and I'm still working on it. Like they have a grip on it. 
It's not hidden. It's not something that I can't talk to you about as we're getting to know each other. Like, it's not hidden. You shouldn't have to go on my jacket and look for something I didn't tell you already. Mm. When I say jacket, I mean like your folder. Like, oh, I'm with you. I'm with you, you, baby. But, like, you shouldn't have to go looking for that and then you find some stuff I didn't tell you that's alarming. Now, even if I didn't mention it, I can I can probably explain it, but for the most part, you should already know those those hot button issues of what I'm dealing with. I didn't grow up in a two parent home. I grew up in a dysfunctional home. Hey, lovely, this is what I'm coming with. I've never seen it. I've never seen a real relationship. I didn't have a man in my life. I don't know what it was to be like to be a man, but I'm willing to learn on the job and do whatever it takes to learn what I need to know to know to to be the man for myself first and for us second to be okay. If you can accept that, that, you're not falling in love. You knew what it was. <laughs> Listen, you know, that's that's I definitely see your your I definitely see your point of view. I see how you would say that would be aware. That would be a sense of awareness. Well, but you know, not everyone has that opportunity to love that. So here's again, you know, I always look for the beauty in things, right? Mm-hmm. There's a beautiful, there's so many different ways you can fall in love. <laughs> so many different ways. And, and I think you can wake up one day and realize after you've been with this, been around this person, hanging, whatever, whatever, whatever thing brings you together, that you realize you love them and you love them in a different way. You know, I can love a, a room full of people. But there's a special love that I may feel or interest or lust, whatever you want to call it, for one person. And that will, if I have the opportunity, it will grow into something more. I, yeah, the falling in love concept. I used to be like, yeah, it's like you just fallen. But, it, you know, this whole connecting with someone and experiencing this euphoric feeling of admiration and or love and whatever else you want to call it, 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 it sometimes will hit you suddenly. And then you can't shake it. It won't let you go. And then there are other times where, yeah, you some people, their mind is like, I see him. I want him. He allows me to date him. And my intent is that I want to love him. I've never loved anyone that way. To be honest with you, love for me has always just grown and it has evolved and it's turned into something beautiful. And it wasn't always because of intimacy, sexual intimacy. It was based on chemistry and compatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that in our in relationships, we 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 should have intimacy and compatibility and chemistry, right? Um, I've tried to think I was just going to date someone I couldn't find a bit of that euphoric love feeling for them I liked them a lot and dated them but I didn't have that fire that I need to commit to a person and that's just me some people can just be put together and then they just like this we're, this is our plan this is what we're going to do and we're going to just march on down the road my personality I'm a lover I'm a lover I'm a feeler so if, if I don't have that, 
in an environment where where my love can thrive, then I don't I don't I don't get past. I can't go any further. It just doesn't. I love you the way I love everyone else. And I don't mean that that's, trust me, my love for any and everyone is, there's no shortcomings in it. But I'm saying that the intimate love, that love that you're talking about, that love where I want to make love with you, that's a different type of energy. And that needs nurturing and that needs time to grow and that needs the togetherness. And I do need to fall. I do, <laughs> but that's just me. And I do believe that male females, I think sometimes our minds just think differently. You know, not all, but some. I know some men that are super, 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 you know, just mushy and all the things. And I know some women that are very much like, no, this is how we're going to do it. Um, so I think our minds just are a little different, but I, 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 I get it. I, I agree with what you're saying. I just think that we probably just, you know, articulate it differently. <laughs> so thank you. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. So um, thank you, Kelly. I see those comments. I see those comments. Kat Kelly is saying, honesty, communication, and intimacy, not sex. Absolutely. Um, being intentional in all aspects of the relationship. That's another thing. When we say intentional, and I want to get your opinion on this, Baba. When we say intentional, and when I say expectations, mm -hmm. what's the difference? when it comes to meeting someone or dating someone or entertaining, spending and investing time with a person. Intent intentional versus expectations. expectations. Yes. My expectations, if I'm dating, my expectations is only coming from me. My intentions are only coming from me. Um, if I'm dating you, it's, that's all I really have is expectations and intentions from me. I can't have anything on you. We're not committed to anything. We haven't signed no contract, jump, no broom, no whatsoever. Um, but that's all I can do. And I'm going to intentionally date you. First of all, I don't even like dating either. Just FYI. But um, wait, but, wait, wait. Well, wait. What? Wait, what's up? Hold up, can we pause? You don't like dating, no, but you're single, yeah. So, what is your end goal, Baba? Marriage. So, what's going to happen in between? I didn't say I won't, okay. okay I okay, said okay. I don't like it, got it, right? Um, so if I don't like it, it's kind of like I don't like shopping, right. A lot of women love shopping. Y'all can spend hours in stores just looking at rack at the 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 rack. For me, I walk into the store. I'm like, hey, where the drawers at, bro? Over there? All right. Go grab them. Go to the counter. I'm out. I'm intentionally shopping. So when it comes to dating, I'm the same way. It's like, I meet you. I'll meet you <laughs> somewhere. We will have the conversations. We will see where this goes. I'm off. I'm obviously interested in you physically. Now I need to know who you are mentally. I'm not going to get that from a movie scenario. I'm barely going to get that from a dinner date. I'm barely going to get that from the average dating scene. I can't really talk to you. Now, 
I want to talk to you and see where you are first. Yes, conversations on the phone are cool, but I need to see your energy. You can lie and hide that over the phone. But I want to see your energy when certain conversations come up, how you genuinely respond on cue, that type of stuff. I want to talk to you about the deep things and see if you're, you're, you're you know, I'm not asking about your social security number, nothing like that. I'm just saying like things that are like questions worth crossing or are, are, are putting on the table that eventually will be the keys to the next phase of this process of dating. So if we have these conversations and the dating process progresses, I'm okay with it. It's, you know, it's fun to get to know somebody new at some space. They new smells and experiences, touches, conversations, voice sounds. Let me say that again. Voice sounds. Um, <laughs> you get all kind of new things. It's fun. It can be fun, of course. It's not all like, uh, 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 uh. But in the beginning, I need to be uh, 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 because I don't need to be looking at you, gawking over what you look like, what you smell like, how your voice sound and uh, all of that. Those are the things that I'm just speaking for myself that have gotten me in trouble before. I've married based upon those things and that marriage was ridiculously turbulent and sick. So coming out of that understanding and knowing what I want, the process is simpler. I ain't got to waste time on you. I ain't got to waste a dime on you. And I ain't got to waste my mind on you. Like if it doesn't that. work in these conversations, let's keep it pushing. There's somebody else for you. I understand. No harm, no foul. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm over here laughing because. Uh, the voice thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am laughing because of a few reasons. Like, I love my male friends. My, I love learning from you all, right? Um, I was told um, some time ago that I... I don't want to like, like I date like a guy <laughs> and I don't mean that in any derogatory way, but it was like with this, although I'm all over the place in a lot of, of my life, that's just me and my personality. I'm very intentional about who I entertain and to be very honest, like I said, I'm being vulnerable and just talking openly. I am spending time intentionally with a person and I am assessing them and where they would fit into my life. Um, and I am intentional about the time and the efforts and things like that, that I'm putting in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that intentionality, again, just like the awareness can run people off. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm hearing you as a man, and this is your way This you're being very intentional as a woman. And I can't speak for all, but as a woman, many of us, when we have a mindset of being intentional, some men run because they feel pressure because they mix intentionality with expectations. I think, you know, I've had this argument about expectations several times and 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 in you know, all due respect, I, I hear everyone's opinion on it. And I know that sometimes mine is just not 
it's just not a favorite. Um, I just don't believe I do many things without having an expectation that it's going to work. And I don't mean work out. I mean, if you're trying to entertain me, I expect you to be honest and upstanding and truthful and you are able to articulate your intention or show me your intention and let that be that. Um, that is an expectation. <laughs> and when that doesn't show up for me, then I'm, I tend to move on. I tend to go my... For me, you've shown me who you are and you've shown me who you choosing to be in this connection. And maybe right now for me and you, it's just not the right time. So I move with intentionality unless I'm choosing to play to feel, right? So I'm like, there's that. I may not want to be intentional, but I just want to play to feel. Um, but I love the fact that you know that you're, you personally are being intentional. If you want something, you want someone, you're going in eyes wide open and you're looking. And a lot of it is based on what you have learned about yourself, what you know for sure didn't work for you, what you, you know yourself, you know your patterns, you know how you move. Having this intention and expectation for yourself and being honest, I think is super, super important. And when I'm hearing you say it, I'm over here giggling because I'm like, I, I, I do the exact same thing. So when people ask me why I'm single, I'm like, I need to write a book, a, a book to explain to you why I'm single. And, and breaking it all down, the intentionality, self-awareness, my own personal expectations, the lessons I've learned, knowing what has not worked for me and really knowing who I am. And is this situation going to work for me? Or will I even work for that situation? Because that's the other part. So for those that are single, y'all hearing us. If you're still single, know you because you are not a good fit for everyone either. <laughs> They're not a good fit for you. <laughs> you. You know, you're trying to force yourself without intention, without expectations, without understanding and awareness. I think we drop the ball. I think we drop the ball and I think we wind up disappointed in other humans because they drop the ball because we've had these expectations. Oftentimes we have expectations on people that already show us early on that they really aren't a good fit for us anyway. So here we are disappointed because we truly, because we ignored the flags and the signs and we thought we could change them or that we ourselves would change. Hmm. Now, this is not everyone. But this is what I've observed and what I've seen and what I've been told. Hmm. Wasn't that good? <laughs> I know I cut it off where it was getting juicy. I know these are my thoughts that I was sharing. But thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Baba gave some great points. I enjoyed the dialogue between the two of us. I want you to come back. I um, have a part two to this conversation. We are going to pick it right back up where we left off. So um, please make sure you stay tuned and join us for part two of um, this conversation surrounding singleness. And I hope you enjoyed it. Share it. As a matter of fact, go ahead and share it. And again, like I said earlier, if you have not subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe. Follow me. Follow us. 
Follow me on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. I am on TikTok just for the fun of it, but I'm there. Follow me on Twitter. Every now and again, I may drop something that I'm feeling. Um, you may want to read that. Make sure you share this content, share this podcast. Thank you for listening. It's your girl, Queenie Love. I'll see you the next time. Bye-bye.